Welcome to Frankly Speaking About Family Medicine, a CME podcast series where each week we translate today's late-breaking clinical research and news into tomorrow's practice. I'm Dr. Frank Domino, professor in the Department of Family Medicine and Community Health at the University of Massachusetts Chan Medical School and editor-in-chief of the 5-Minute Clinical Consult. Be sure to follow the link in the description after today's episode for more information about today's article and to claim CME credit. This podcast is brought to you by PrimeMed. Devin is a six-year-old who comes in today for his health maintenance visit. He's here with his parents. Devin's at the 90th percentile for weight and 50th for height. During the visit, his father gives Devin his cell phone to keep him occupied while his parents share their concerns about Devin's weight. They're also concerned because their older son, Aaron, has also developed obesity. As you start to answer their questions, you look up to find that both parents are now looking at their cell phones and Devin has pulled down your pap smear tray. Hi, this is Frank Domino, and joining me today is Dr. Robert Baldor, professor and founding chair from the Department of Family Medicine at the UMass Chan Medical School, Bay State, in Springfield, Massachusetts. Hi, Bob. Good morning, Frank, and I got to say hi. <laughs> I love that case. Pretty common occurrence in my office. And uh, of course, we're always advising parents to be limiting the screen time of their children. Uh, so what exactly do we know about the influence of screen time and social media on children? And we certainly have an explosion of it here with dealing with uh, COVID and, and, and people, uh, you know, having their schooling being done remotely and sitting at a screen all day. Sure. Well, um uh, I, I, I want to start by looking at pre-COVID. So this was a systematic review um, back in 2019 that showed a strong degree of evidence that pediatric screen time was associated with greater risk for obesity, adiposity, and higher depressive symptoms. There was also some significant data that shows screen time was associated with higher energy intake, less healthy diet quality, and poorer quality of life. Finally, there was even some data that shows high screen time was associated with behavioral problems in children, anxiety, hyperactivity, inattention, low self-esteem, and other psychosocial adverse outcomes. So we've got a, a fairly good bit of data that shows lots of screen time is associated with adverse events in children. Yeah, that makes total sense to me. I certainly, I get in front of the screen sometime and I lose track of time just sitting there and I start snacking. Um, we think about all that we do as parents uh, preventively for our children, all the anticipatory guidance that, we're, uh, that, that we, we give them. Limiting screen time sounds like a good idea. So what can we do to help our, these young families not fall into this uh, trap? Well, I, I, I think many of us have had the experience where we've been out at a restaurant or in some other group setting and we see parents and children all looking at their screens. And I, and I find myself pulling my screen out at, at the craziest times for, you know, just to check something because I have to wait for 30 seconds. So you, you raise a great point. We, we talk to our parents about seat belts and vaccines and uh, all these other things. Are, are screens an issue? So to maybe help address this, uh, researchers did a, a randomized controlled trial. They took about 180 children from 89 families, and as an intervention, they decided um, to look at only uh, parents who self-reported more than two and a half hours of screen time per day who were either fully employed or enrolled in full-time education. 
And what they did, and I know this is going to sound wild, they asked all the parents in the intervention group to hand over their screens. This is their smartphones and their tablets for the full duration of the study, which was two weeks. If the parental job required them to have that phone for some reason, they let one of the adults have it. In exchange, parents were given a simple non-smartphone with their SIM card. So they were still allowed to keep their contacts and call and text whoever they needed to during the two weeks of intervention. All participants were instructed to reduce their recreational screen time to three hours or less during the intervention per day. Okay, so both groups got asked, hey, try to use your screens less than three hours a day. The intervention group got not smartphones and and the placebo group had no changes. The goal was to determine what's the influence on what they described as leisure, non-sedentary activity, meaning, you know, playtime activity amongst the children. They also tracked sleep parameters in both the adults and the children. So a a very interesting study, and I'm sure as glad they didn't try to recruit you or me for this study, Bob, because handing over your smartphone would have been a challenge. Wow. A simple intervention, but pretty challenging. And you said... um, Three hours or less per week. Um, I thought I heard per day, and I thought well, I could do that. But you said per week, so per this week, is like, yeah, per week. Um, so that's pretty uh, pretty tough, I would think, uh, for people to do. But but what did they find? So um, interestingly, in the children that were in in the families of the intervention, where their phones were taken away, their leisure, non sedentary activity increased by almost forty five minutes per day. In the control group, it increased by one minute per day. There were no differences among the adults in leisure non-sedentary activity, and there were no differences in sleep outcomes. So in short, parents putting down their phones, decreasing their screen use, led to their children being more active. I think this is a great answer to when parents ask, what can we do about their children's addiction to their screens? The simple thing we need to counsel parents to do is probably to do the same. Stop using their phone, especially around the children, and interact with them more. Just doing so will increase their children's physical activity and lower their risk for a host of other things. Additionally, you're modeling good behavior. Whenever we have parents of any socioeconomic status, we talk about modeling in a variety of ways. And this is just one more thing I think we can, we can do both for our patients and maybe even for ourselves. Wow, this is uh, great advice. Frank, I got to tell you, one of the things my dad always used to say was, do as I say, not as I do. Great role model. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure I could do this. Uh, really, I'm addicted to my phone. Um, so you're talking about the phone, but I think you said there were other things that they looked at in, in, in the study, uh, not just the phone use. Anything else that was there of interest? Well, they, they reported that the median number of screen devices in the home was 11. 11 screens in these homes. And I'm like, oh my gosh, come on. Seriously, people, what are you doing with 11 screens? And then I started counting my house. I have, my wife and I each have a cell phone. We each have a laptop. We each have a tablet. We each have an e-reader. There are two televisions in the house and I have a smart watch. 
I have nine screens in my house for two people. So it turns out that these families aren't all that different than than probably me and probably most of us. So I think it's it's an it, it's an interesting and concerning trend. We spend a lot of time leisure time looking at screens. Um, disappointingly, parental leisure non-sedentary activity did not increase. So getting people to not use their phone so much, even without their phones, they were still quite sedentary. Now, this study didn't say how sedentary. That wasn't the goal of the, of the report. But I do think it, it reminds us, uh, especially in the world where you're uh, taking care of both parents and children, that we need to remind people, back to the earlier comment that you made about your dad, that we need to be good role models. We need to have our children do as we do, and we need to be active. Uh, I'm a little disappointed that the study did not encourage adults to behave in a, in an, uh, to have more activity and less screen time. And, and maybe someone will figure out a good uh, randomized controlled trial to see if they can figure that one out for adults in the future. Yeah, I agree. Well, thank you, Frank, for bringing this forward. I think this is really an interesting study. I'll start talking to parents about this as well. And I'm going to try and do a little better job myself of putting that phone down as much as I don't think I can. Practice pointer. Encouraging parents to change how they use their screens will have a significant impact on their children's physical and mental health, including lowering their risk for obesity and maybe even depression, and poor quality of life. Join us next time when we talk about the mortality risk of opioid use in our older adult patients. Thank you for listening to Frankly Speaking About Family Medicine, brought to you by PrimeMed. To claim CME credit and receive additional information about the article referenced in today's episode, follow the link in the description. To stay up to date on the most recent clinical research and news, please subscribe to Frankly Speaking About Family Medicine and be sure to check out primed.com for additional CME content.